powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Buck Rising in for Zach Bingham. Got to make sure we thank our sponsors uh, because they make everything happen for our show and our business because we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. TennesseeTickets.com, zero hidden fees. Unlike all those other websites, the people to trust for your sporting event ticket, your concert tickets, uh, if, you're, if you're Titans PSL holder and you're trying to sell your season tickets with ease, TennesseeTickets.com can do that for you. Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the Nashville area, RentersWarehouse.com is where you should turn uh, to find out how much your home can rent for because there are alternatives to selling your home when you move. Continue to build that equity in your home by renting out your home to others, having them pay your mortgage and then some. It's a great way to earn long-term wealth and RentersWarehouse.com can do everything for you. So check them out. Mandu, the pulse of fitness uh, because one 15-minute workout at Mandu simulates five plus hours in the weight room with the science of full body electronic muscle stimulation to so check them out at their nearest location mandu.com they are in dallas austin texas memphis chicago soon as well as the three locations here in nashville mandu.com you can help achieve your fitness goals in 2020 so buck uh, i will have my wrap here momentarily can't wait yeah, so it's going to be embarrassing. I hope it's entertaining. I do take a shot at Zach. I do take a shot at you. Oh, so it's, it, yeah. I'm not. This Wait, is the, so, so we're wilding this out is, this morning this is on Anderson Sports. Anywhere near like no Vaseline ice cube style. So don't worry about that. It's not getting to that level, but shots fired slightly. But uh, before I embarrass myself completely by trying to rap in front of a live audience for the first time in my entire life, uh, we are doing something later on today, uh, and you have done a great job all week long with your neighborhood, North Nashville, helping with the tornado relief. Um, I am hugely grateful uh, to everybody who has reached out and, and been in support of us in North Nashville and Germantown and East Nashville, of course, in Putnam County, um, because the tornado... Uh, went right through my neighborhood, and honestly, guys, it looks like a bomb went off. That's why the primetime show uh, hasn't been able to get back on its feet yet, because we are still without power in North Nashville. But today, um, and every day this week, we have had tremendous support. Jim Wyatt from the team, uh, the team's official website, Steve Lehman from Channel 5, Emily Proud from News 2, Mark Mariani, former Titan. Everybody has come out to my neighborhood and helped me distribute supplies, help tarp up roofs. I was talking about this yesterday. Jimmy Wyatt, I didn't know Jim fell off a ladder a couple years ago and broke both of his arms. And yeah. Jimmy yesterday did not hesitate to climb up on a ladder and help me tarp up this this man's roof. It was Jimmy, me, a bunch of school teachers from Jolton Elementary, uh, and a couple people who lived across the street helping tarp up a giant hole in this man's roof in North Nashville. I'm greatly appreciative to all of you guys who have reached out. And today, in the community, the Titans are sending uh, players, staff, coaches, front office people, and their families to help us distribute more supplies and to continue with the relief effort. We'll be out there from 11 o'clock. Uh, the team will be out there from 11 to 12.30 helping out. I'll be out there all day. So if you guys want to come help out, I'll be in North Nashville. I know they're getting started at uh, Robert Churchwell Elementary School. The address is 1625 Dr. D.B. Todd Jr. Boulevard. Again, 1625 DB Dr. DB Todd Jr. Boulevard in North Nashville. I appreciate everybody who's helped out over the past couple of days. It's been uh, it's been really cool to see. Yes, and uh, we will post that. You posted on Facebook last night information about that. We'll post that on Instagram uh, here momentarily uh, once the show is over here on how to get a hold of that. Also send that out there. Oh, but first, the show must begin. Yeah, Her? I guess. Yeah. I, I guess. Are you the, ready? I guess the show must begin. So, all right. If if you guys did not watch the show yesterday, Magic Bucket Thursdays have become a anxiety day for Zach and I and Buck whenever he happens to fill in on a Thursday for having to do something stupid live on the spot. Or in my case, I had to yesterday go home and uh, write twelve bars of rap lyrics to perform live on today's show. So uh, it sucks yeah. to have to do this. Stop talking and rap. No, I, I'm trying to prepare myself. <laughs> I'm trying to get my heart rate at an okay level. Oh, it's going because to be Because I will say this. like I, I don't get a high heart rate whenever we're doing the show. I don't have a high heart rate when I talk in front of people. I mean, we because we talk for a living. 
Uh, but I've never rapped in front of anybody before. I've never done drunk karaoke rap. I've never done anything like this. No? N- no, I've never done drunk rapping karaoke. I've done karaoke. I've just never rapped before. Well, that's good. So For, um, the, for the culture. Yes. As they say. So I had to... <laughs> I'm also like trying to make sure I can breathe so I don't run out of breath. So I uh, was uh, tasked with writing 12 bars. I wrote a chorus, and because of the song I wrote it to... I have to do the chorus twice at the beginning, and then I have two quick verses to make up uh, 16 bars, 12 original lines. All right, so... Um, Marie wants to know why are you turning red, Austin, because I'm, my man is I'm already not, filled with shame I at this point. I am so nervous. <laughs> and I have my lyrics pulled up on my computer. Let's go! Whew, you didn't eat spaghetti last night, did you? I did not. Not going to uh, end up on your... I had your... mac and cheese. They're pretty damn close. Uh, yeah, mac and cheese and made some uh, broccoli. I'm, I'm stalling. So, let's get this thing going. Give it to me. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yes. Yes. Get the people going. Welcome to the show we call A to Z, where all Zach freaking does is yell at me. <laughs> Facebook, Periscope, let's get it rolling, cause the show don't start till 8 in the morning. Welcome to the show we call A to Z, where all Zach freaking does is yell at me. Facebook, Periscope, let's get it rolling, cause the show don't start till 8 in the morning. Yelling don't start till Zach walks in. He's late, why late? Cause he gets in. Share this bitch to all of your friends, but forget those suckers piling right in. Then Buck shows up and thinks he's queen. I'm starting to hate this magic bucket. Maybe next time, kick back and take <laughs> Yes! Uh, yes! It was good! It was good! Look at how red in the face you are! So red. So red because I'm nervous. Oh my god! This is uh, exceptional. My, my heart is beating so fast. Let the beat drop, baby. Outstanding. Well done, bud. Oh, is it coming back around? Look at you. Oh, he wants more. He's not done. <laughs> Give it to me. Welcome to the show we call A to Z, where all Zach freaking does is yell at me. Facebook, Periscope, let's get it rolling, because the show don't stop till 8 Welcome to the show we call A to Z, where all Zach freaking does is yell at me. Facebook, Periscope, let's get it rolling, because the show don't stop till 8 Okay. Now okay. we're ready. I am, How about uh, that for a Friday? I am out of breath. Look at that. Am I, is that good? That was great. Did I do, did I do good? Uh, yes, because it is true. I am queen of A to Z. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that no way. That, cannot, that cannot be true. Hang on. That hang breaking on. news that came across the hang wire on. cannot be true. Hang on. Uh, I don't see anything about that breaking. Oh, news. nor do I. I don't the the Brady thing because somebody just dropped a. Somebody just said something about Tom Brady. And everybody breathe. Every, I'm trying to breathe. I'm Ooh. trying to get. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not short on breath because I have coronavirus. I'm just uh, trying to catch my breath. But I mean, look. look we'll, we'll, somebody said that Tom Brady did something with the Patriots. I do not see it anywhere. So I'm gonna guess that was an absolute troll. Yeah. So. Uh, Buck, without further ado, let's get this show rolling. Uh, it's, you know, now 8, 19 in the morning. So, okay. <laughs> yesterday. No longer 8 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, uh, Zach and I talked about uh, Tom Brady talking uh, for the first time to uh, Dana White about his free agency. Ryan Tannehill talked about um, his free agency as well. So, then this comes out, and this is coming from Greg Bedar of Boston Sports Journal, uh, who has been covering the Patriots for a long, long time. So he says, quote, from his column, The truth is there isn't much of a market, at least not with teams Brady really wants to or would play for. You, me, the Patriots, and the lamppost know Brady is not playing for the Raiders or Bucks. He might, at the very end, play for the Chargers, but they might go in another direction before that. The Giants and Colts are out. League sources expect the Titans to lock in Ryan Tannehill at some point at a cheaper rate thanks to the Brady leverage, although that can change. Now, Greg Bedard with the uh, typical uh, source, but things can change stuff uh, out there at the end. But Ryan Tannehill lock up for the Titans thanks to the Brady leverage. So Greg Bedard saying the Titans... 
using Tom Brady as leverage to sign Ryan Tannehill for a cheaper rate. Buck, uh, what are your thoughts on that, on the words and the report there? Uh, The wording of that makes me very curious because what we were talking about before we went to air is when, when is the last time that you think Tom Brady has been leveraged for anything in his life? And I would say probably never. Like Tommy has been the golden boy, obviously didn't start right away at Michigan, but Tom Brady has never been used as a leverage piece, I could imagine, ever in his life. So the idea that the Titans would have, honestly, the stones to try and leverage the greatest quarterback of all time just to get Ryan Tannehill back cheaper, that doesn't necessarily match up with what the information that we've been able to to attain about. You know, they are actively seeking a contract extension with Ryan Tannehill. And I know that the Brady stuff has been a lot of fun, and there is legitimate interest between the Titans and Tom Brady, but my first my first reaction would be kind of uh, kind of make a face like I smelled something bad because I don't think the Titans. I mean, the Titans are are not greater than Tom Brady. Tom Brady would leverage the Titans, not the other way around. And I I know that Mike Vrabel and John Robinson. I have a lot of love for Mike Vrabel this morning. We'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, we'll read your quote later. <laughs> I love that man today more than any other day. But. Uh, I know they have a lot of ego to them, and I don't think they're lacking for stones, but to leverage the greatest of all time, the actual GOAT, just to try and get Tannehill back on a cheaper contract, something smells weird well, about that. But he, well, what do we know? We know that Brady and Vrabel have been in contact because the world saw it with that FaceTime uh, heard around the world yesterday. So uh, Brady also has been talked about like I still feel like Tom Brady is going to go back to the New England Patriots and that this whole thing was just him flirting with other people in order to get more money a better deal from the New England Patriots which a better deal could also include guarantees about uh, we're going to go out there and get you the best wide receiver group we could possibly get you and we're going to finally get a tight end maybe the Patriots go sign uh, like an Austin Hooper or something like that a tight end at free agency or whatever that might be but maybe they're using each other as leverage for what they actually want. And because Tom Brady and Mike Vrabel are so close, and we know that is a, that's a fact, that they are close, because they wouldn't be FaceTiming each other, they wouldn't have been doing the training camp stuff, that I actually kind of believe that this could be the case. Because here's also what happened. Ryan okay. Tannehill changed agents. Yep. And so Ryan Tannehill upped the ante on his representation to go get the best representation with CAA. Like CAA is the best like agency out there, and I don't think it's really difficult uh, to agree with that. So what if uh, the Tannehill camp knew that they're just trying to flirt with Brady, so now Tannehill has to go up his representation to make sure they can fight back with that leverage uh, and Brady's using the Titans as leverage to get what he wants. I actually kind of think this makes a lot of sense from Greg Bedard. Uh, and, and there's a lot. Listen, we the, the issue with this is because Tom Brady is such a fascination to all of us, not just Titans uh, media and Titans fans and people who care anything about the Tennessee Titans. Um, Tom Brady is a national headline with almost everything that he does. Like, this is a superstar of international acclaim. So I feel like the more misinformation and more information that's not necessarily confirmed because people are out there with all kinds of stuff. I I heard uh, people talking about this earlier this week with Peter King writing in, literally interviewing Jeff Darlington, who is the only person out there willing to say that he would be shocked if Tom Brady went back to the New England Patriots. Darlington's kind of out there on an island alone. And people, the, the, the preeminent... NFL reporters in the country, Adam Schefter and Peter King, are deferring to Jeff Darlington and saying, no, we we who know everything are saying that this guy knows everything. Now, I don't know if that's because they're not comfortable enough to put their names behind something like that because it's pretty, it's pretty dicey. But the thing that I feel like people are trying to do with Brady and the Titans is they want it so badly because of what it would mean for the for the for the interest level and the 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 uh, the fame of the franchise. The, the, the value of the franchise skyrockets if Tom Brady is with the Tennessee Titans. And the city. I mean, this yeah. would be at, at a time when Amazon is getting ready to launch their Death Star in the middle of the Gulch. Like, Tom Brady and Amazon together would take the city 
to a different level. We would no longer be referred to as a small media market. We would be one of the biggest and baddest because of how many people would be paying attention to everything that's going on in our city. Yeah. I just, it makes me, it, I, I can't, I can't, I can't find myself believing that they would work together, Vrabel and Brady. I, I absolutely do. To, well, I mean, and I know people are making yeah, a big deal out of the FaceTime, but like, like I feel like Tom Brady had like a little bit of a senior moment there. Like that was really good video videography, by the way, to get that clear a picture of Vrabel on the camera of hey, Julian Edelman. Good seats. But like, I feel like, yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Brady's just kind of like, yeah, this is just a, a public moment that we just got caught in. Like, I don't think that's. I don't think they're doing that intentionally, even though Brady seems to be a tremendous troll, and I know for a fact that well, Mike Vrabel is a tremendous that's, troll. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> all right, A to Z Sports, let's, uh, let's, get, let's get this thing rolling as uh, we look at some comments, because there was a comment from Brian that I thought we'd have to bring up. Uh, Brian says, Tannehill will get the tag if the Titans don't land Tom Brady. That's just not correct. That's not possible, because the franchise tag deadline is before the legal tampering period where the Titans can actually talk to Tom Brady. So that's the hard thing about this. Because of the timeline the NFL purposely sets, it puts the Titans in a one-in-the-hand, two-in-the-bush type of scenario, which it could end up in a bad scenario for the Titans, where if you do let Ryan Tannehill hit free agency, which... Matthew Barry mentioned was a possibility earlier this week, then that means you run the risk of not getting Tom Brady and not getting Ryan Tannehill. So let's go into this question for you guys, and we'll get you guys more involved this morning uh, now that I've fully caught my breath from my rap performance. <laughs> He's like a little legitimately exhausted. Yeah, well, it's, I'm here just for relief. Because the nerves also add to that. But and <laughs> Welcome to Atlanta is a pretty quick song. You killed it. Thank you. Uh, so what is your trust level and John Robinson and Mike Vrabel to do the right thing with the quarterback position. So we like doing this one through 10. What is the trust level that you have in John Robinson and Mike Vrabel to do the right thing at the quarterback position? But first, let me tell you guys about TennesseeTickets.com. A lot of you guys are Titans fans. Most of you guys are Titans fans watching the show right now. Uh, some of you guys maybe are PSL holders. And sometimes, uh, well, I know right now the Titans sent you your bill to pay for your season tickets, and you have a deadline of March 15th to do that. If you can't afford to do that right now, maybe you can't or don't want to buy the full season and you want to sell them off with ease, TennesseeTickets.com will buy those from you. And they'll also give you a great market price for that, but they'll also give you a $50 gift card if you mention A to Z Sports. So TennesseeTickets.com, they will buy your season tickets for the Titans if you're a PSL holder, so check them out for that. Also, trust them when it comes to any ticket. Big Preds win last night for them. They'll be back home shortly after the SEC tournament. Uh, SEC tournament tickets, if you want those, holler at me. I got promo codes for you guys as well. TennesseeTickets.com is where to go. A to Z Sports here on a Friday. Buck Rising in for Zach who is out on vacation, Austin Stanley, uh, hanging out here with you. We are asking you guys the question, what is your level of trust in John Robinson and Mike Vrabel to do the right thing with the Titans quarterback position? They're flirting with Tom Brady, both, both publicly and privately. FaceTimes count. Uh, they, are, they are running the risk. They are saying, and honestly, it's my understanding, based on conversations that I've had, and I know you guys have had similar conversations, that they are seeking an extension with Ryan Tannehill. Like, the Ryan Tannehill extension is still a very, very real thing because they would prefer to pay the quarterback and franchise the running back if an extension cannot become uh, cannot be found mm -hmm. to, uh, with, with reasonable regard with Derrick Henry. So, what is your level of trust, scale of 1 to 10, in the general manager and the head coach of the Tennessee Titans to not get caught with their pants down when it comes to the quarterbacks between Vra uh, between Brady and between Ryan Tannehill. I've seen a lot of nines and a lot of tens on Periscope. Uh, and Tom says, I love uh, J. Robin Vrabel, but this it, this is the Titans, so confidence with a QB decision, he gives it a solid two. Ah, that's a, see, they can't they can't be punished for the sins of administrations past. Like this is this is clearly a different a different situation, and we'll we'll give our answers momentarily but uh, you cannot you cannot conflate John Robinson and Rustin Webster like these are very very different individuals with very very different levels of competency 
That's just my feeling. Mike Reinfeldt. Mike Reinfeldt. My God. Tommy Smith. Like, Amy Adams Strunk is doing things differently than Tommy Smith and her late father before then did. So, uh, reading some more comments, Michael says 10 out of 10 should never, ever question John Robinson. Look at what he's done so far. Don't say you should never, ever not uh, question the, the GM. Like, you should, you do have the right to question some of the moves he's done because John Robinson is not perfect as a GM. Has he done really good things? Absolutely. Because they were 5-27 and 27 the two seasons before John Robinson takes over. They've gone four straight 9-7 and seven seasons. They've won three playoff games. They made it to the AFC Championship game this past year. Uh, he's done the right thing. He's found good players. He's extended great players they've gotten in the draft. He's made some valuable free agent additions. But he's also had a Kevin Dodd. He's had a Sly Williams. He had a Deion Lewis. He's had some misses. Uh, uh, Josh Klein was at both a hit and a miss at the same time. So John Robbins is not perfect. So you can question things that he does, but your, your trust level here, one through 10, uh, Buck, what are you seeing here? What do you think? Based on, based on what I know these two men to be, I would, I would say a seven because I do think that they have earned your trust as Titans fans, as people who just want a winning football team. They have done, it seems everything in their power to give you that. And, and while we question many of Rabel's decisions at the start of the year, because they were pressing, they were in a position that they had to press because the offense was constipated, they couldn't score any points, and the defense was having to play mm-hmm. otherworldly football. But once things got right, once they got competent quarterback play, things ironed out. The, th- the reason why I say a seven and why I don't go higher is because there is so much ego involved with flirting with Tom Brady. And there is so much ego involved in who, in the positions that John and Mike have as general manager and head coach, you just can't get to, you can't, you can't start smelling your stuff this strong. Like this is because this is, this is how people make mistakes. You get caught up in, okay, because we have done all of these things right, because we finally found the recipe to make it to an AFC championship game. Um, we can go out and take a swing on a bigger fish and it's going to work because we know that we're going to make the right decisions and that people can't question us on it. That's that's kind of the place that they're existing in right now. Because and, and Mike and John did not do this at the end of the season, but they very well could have looked at all of us in the media and said, see, told you so, idiots. You know? And Mike, you know, Mike kind of did after the Saints game. He said, I knew some idiot was going to come in here and ask me about poor Paul. But anyway, uh, so I would say a seven because... I think they know what they're doing. I just hope they don't get caught up in their own air. And yeah. that's kind of the place where we're at right now. We need to see whether they can maintain a level head just because they're coming off such great success. Because how, how quickly can confidence turn into arrogance Real accidentally? Quick. Especially you know I mean? with football, uh, yeah, football well, and, coaches and, because and I'm not uh, saying Mike. I'm not trying to say Mike Vrabel's arrogant. I'm not doing that. But Mike Vrabel's very confident. But you don't want to like get too big of a head and think, oh, yeah, we got Tom Brady. Let's bring him in, and then you risk losing Tannehill. Uh, real quick, a, a comment that I wanted to read. I think it disappeared on me now, so I can't get it proper credit. But they said uh, that if they don't tag or uh, if they allow Tannehill to hit the free agent market, they doubt he returns. What do you – because we talked about this some yesterday, Zach and I did. Buck, what do you think Ryan Tannehill's open market would look like when it comes to teams outside the Titans? Uh, are we talking about which teams would be which sm- teams? Yeah, and and how you know where does he stack up? Because we know there's a lot of quarterbacks out there, right? Yeah. Rivers, Bridgewater, uh, maybe Jameis. Uh, there's there's a bunch of guys out there. Where is Brian Tannehill on the open market when you add him in to all the others, Brady included? I mean, he's probably if he's not the top of the market because I think Dak Prescott just because of age reasons. But, but we, I think we all exclude Dak Prescott because it's been talked about so much that the Cowboys are going to put either the franchise or the exclusive franchise on. Him. And Jerry keeps the guys that he want to keep, and they want to keep Dak Prescott. So for the purposes of this conversation, we'll exclude Dak Prescott. If we're doing that, I think Tannehill's at the top of the quarterback market that exists right now. Philip Rivers. One? I, I mean, yeah, I would say so. I would, if you're talking about purely for the purposes of winning football games, 
if there is a healthy Ryan Tannehill available to you, uh, Ryan Tannehill is probably the top of the market. I would say Brady second. I would say, honestly, Jameis Winston. If the LASIK actually works, I'd say Jameis is right up there. And then Phillip Rivers fourth. Like, there are a lot of quarterbacks that are available. Uh, Jameis is a different proposition because he's uber-talented and also uber-reckless. Um, and Rivers is clearly uh, declining in a way that we have not yet seen with Tom Brady and, and may have to resign himself to a backup role. But if you're talking about quarterbacks that will be available on the free agent market, uh, if I'm if I'm the Chicago Bears, I'm absolutely throwing 33 million at Ryan Tannehill because I think that Ryan Tannehill is a much much better quarterback for that uh, for that system but than Mitch Trubisky. With Trubisky under contract, you're doing that? Yes. They're looking, they're looking to do that. The only reason they're not saying so publicly uh, is because Mitch Trubisky seems to be very, very fragile emotionally, and they're doing everything they can to not just wreck this dude's confidence. Now, if you sign Ryan Tannehill, you don't have to worry about All Mitch right, Trubisky's so confidence. I, I just remembered I did this yesterday on social media. You do so many things on social media, you forget what you posted. Mm. But I posted uh, a, a graphic that we had made that had Ryan Tannehill and Tom Brady's 2019 numbers side by side. It's on uh, Facebook and also Instagram. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at A to Z Sports everywhere. already and follow us everywhere. So I posted this in our story and the poll is still active. You can still have time to go vote. I believe you've got a few more hours to do that around noon. Uh, but I had this vote Tannehill or Brady. What do you think? I don't know if you've seen this on the story yet, the results. What do you think the percentage is, Tannehill to Brady, of what our Titans fan followers voted on, percentage-wise? Who they'd rather have? Tannehill to Brady, yes. Ooh, I'd probably say Tannehill, just because he's the incumbent. I mean, people... What do you think the percentage split is? Oh, uh, I would say... I would say probably 60-40 Tannehill. 70-30 Tannehill. Okay. So that's that's pretty strong. Yeah, no people people listen, this is the thing that and and we had a I have excuse me. I haven't done a 6 I have it's been a while since I've done this much talking honestly. <laughs> uh I haven't done a 615 sessions pod this week for obvious reasons. Right. We don't we don't have power uh in the uh, in the North Nashville studio where where I operate out of. Um, but Joe Rex wrote Paul Kaharski and myself, we did a great pod at the Combine talking about this. Uh, people love the starting quarterback of the team that they just had for the same reason that people didn't want to let go of Marcus Mariota. And people still, there are still a strong contingent of Marcus Mariota lovers out there, even though they saw clearly with the results that Ryan Tannehill was the better option. It's like presidential races. Like, you, you consider this in the election cycle. Incumbents are much, much more difficult to unseat. And that's exactly what I think we're Unless seeing. Unless that incumbent is Marcus Mariota. Unless that incumbent is Marcus Mariota. And then you. you Maybe you, Jerry Garantano. Well, they get. Listen, they gave him. <laughs> yeah, JG, tough one. <laughs> Unless you're a quarterback who plays for a state of Tennessee team. It's very difficult to unsee. But people love Tannehill. For what, I mean, Tannehill, yeah. listen, number 17 represents uh, a variety of things this year. It represents winning football. It represents the best offense that we've seen here in at least a decade. And it represents the first time that the Titans have appeared in an AFC title game in 17 years. Like, there is legitimate connection that fans have with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. And I understand that people yeah. being willing to say, no, this worked. Why are we, why are we going to blow it up? Just because Tom Brady. And, but I mean, just, I would blow it because Tom Brady. <laughs> I would you, blow it up just because said. Tom Brady. <laughs> you, you, I was about to go into this. Yeah. For everything football, I'm taking Ryan Tannehill. For everything football, yeah. right? But it's not just football. And this is because the Titans are a different type of NFL franchise. They're just not automatically getting a lot of big names, like actual superstars that they didn't draft. Like if you think about all of the Titans superstars were drafted and homegrown for lack of a better term. So McNair, Eddie George, uh, Chris Johnson at his point, superstar at some point at the highest, highest point, Albert Hainsworth was drafted here. Javon curse was drafted here. Uh, and came back when he was in his 30s, uh, so that doesn't count there. Derrick Henry is a superstar drafted here. So the Titans don't just have opportunities to get the biggest name free agent on the market to come here who is the biggest superstar in the entire NFL. So that's why this is Tom Brady. 
is this the only time Tom Brady will have a chance to come to your organization? Yes. And that that can change your organization forever? Yes. Uh, when it comes to what you can be seen as around the NFL, how much you're seen, and how your fan base grows just because of one guy who, yeah, he'll be 43 years old. Uh, and Aruf brings up Randy Moss. But Randy Moss at his age as a Tennessee Titan was nothing compared to Tom Brady at his age as a potential Tennessee Titan. What was the Pats record last year? Uh, it was, was it not 12 and four? And that was a down year. Yeah. 12 and four. And, and everybody says they had nobody to throw to. And Tom Brady, honestly, like people, people said Tom Brady looked less than in that, uh, in that AFC wildcard game. I promise you he did not look less than when he was heaving a Hail Mary at the, at the end zone at the end of the first half. Like I was in new England and saw him play live, uh, for him to be able to keep that game close with Philip Dorsett and 84-year-old Ben Watson as his primary receiving options, Tom Brady is not as uh, is not as declined as we all think. Now it's going to happen, and it, when it does happen, it's going to be like Peyton, right? It's going to happen really, really fast with Belichick and a damn good defense as Tress. Not towards the end of the year. Towards the well, end of yeah. the year, that defense was hugely and, and, vulnerable. And, but listen, let's let's just think about this for a second. Like about one game that changed. Literally everything when it comes to this NFL offseason. And stay with me. The Titans stay with me. Right here. The Titans, this one game changed everything about this NFL offseason because the Titans were able to beat the Patriots in the wild card. They go on to beat the Baltimore Ravens in the divisional round. Then they go to the AFC Championship game. And the fact that the Patriots were out in the divisional round probably adds to Tom Brady being more willing to look around. If Tom Brady made it to the AFC title game and lost in Kansas City or something like that, then okay, maybe he's like, let's try to do it again with the Patriots, but they couldn't get there. Why couldn't they get there? Because in week 17, the Ryan Fitzpatrick-led Dolphins beat the Patriots. Why did that change everything? Because then the Super Bowl champ Chiefs went from a uh, playing on wildcard weekend to the number two seed. Then the Patriots went to the wildcard weekend. The Titans, by getting into the playoffs by winning Week 17 at Houston, instead of having to play the Chiefs in the wildcard weekend, they played the Patriots in wildcard weekend. And what happened when the Titans played the Chiefs in the playoffs? They lost. So the Titans, by the Dolphins beating the Patriots in Week 17, allowed the Titans to have a path to make the AFC Championship game. Because what if they played the Chiefs in the wild card? They lose by 11. Nothing of this run happens. You don't actually feel like the Titans have a Super Bowl contending roster moving forward if they lose to the Chiefs in the wild card round. But because the Dolphins beat the Patriots in Week 17, that game happened in the AFC Championship game. And now you actually feel like the Titans, with Tom Brady, would be a Super Bowl contender next year. Am I wrong? No, I think I think plenty of people would would argue that the Titans. This is why the Titans are in this conversation to begin with. It's not just because Mike Vrabel and Tom Brady and John Robinson are boys. No, the Titans are the team best equipped to give Tom a run at another Super Bowl with a different organization. It's a division that you could argue is pretty vulnerable. Jacksonville is a mess. Uh, Houston, whatever they are, even though they win the division year in and year out, they really haven't been pushed for a division title. And once they get to the playoffs, they tend to poop their pants. The the Houston Texans are the only AFC South team to not make the AFC title game in the last six years. Which is, and they continue to win the division. And the Colts are out here with quarterback in flux. And really, uh, th- what they have done, they have a ton of cap space that they've been saving to pay people uh, better than San Fran. Um, yeah, I mean, San Francisco Fra- San Francisco has a better pass rush. They have a bunch of first-round picks on the, uh, on the off, or excuse me, on the defensive line. But they still have Jimmy G under contract. And I don't think, I mean, I don't know what Jimmy's contract looks like, but I don't think you can just straight up cut him at this they point. They would have to trade him. Wait. And that's, that's the thing where if... It gets messier. If Tom Brady leaves New England, well, it would have to be if Tom Brady goes to the Niners, Jimmy G would most likely go back to the Patriots. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, but but that would have to happen in a trade, and because because Bill Belichick gave Kyle Shanahan a gift in Jimmy G for like a second round pick a few years ago, then that makes a lot of sense that 
they would be willing to give regift and send it back across the uh, a lot across the country back to New England. I mean, listen, I don't think anybody's looking to do Bill Belichick any favors in in football, and especially if Belichick knows that but you're. Kyle, Bel- but Bill Belichick gave Jimmy Garoppolo to Kyle Shanahan, which helped Kyle Shanahan reach a Super Bowl. That was more. That was more about uh, him wanting to see Jimmy G succeed. If you remember the reporting on yeah, that, yeah, but, than it was about doing gave, a solid for Kyle gave, Shanahan. No, but he gave Jimmy Garoppolo to a guy who he knew he could succeed with. Yeah. So Bill Belichick knows that Kyle Shanahan is a really good offensive mind. And he wouldn't just give, he wouldn't have given Jimmy Garoppolo to Dave Caldwell. You know, like, <laughs> I, who, some, I, I don't understand how Dave Caldwell still has a job. Crazy. He, he does, but he, that wouldn't have happened. It is eSports uh, here live on a Friday. Buck in for Zach this morning. And Zach will be back next week taking a uh, much needed uh, ski trip. Zach deserves that uh, weekend out of town there. So let's get to this because I saw um, a perfect match for a Titans free agent edition on ESPN.com, ESPN Insider. So if you're not a subscriber, you're welcome giving you some content here. But uh, ESPN gives the Titans a perfect match for a free agent edition. Uh, I will tell you what that is. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about RentersWarehouse.com. Uh, the professional landlords in the Nashville area, RentersWarehouse.com is where you should turn to find out how much your home can rent for. Because there are alternatives to selling your home and in the Nashville area, Keeping your home after you move out is a great way to build long-term wealth because you're continuing to build equity at a very rapid pace uh, with renting out your home and getting that long-term wealth. You also create an extra cash flow for you and your family. Renterswarehouse.com does everything for you. There's no upfront fees, no marketing costs, no binding contracts. It's just $89 a month for RentersWarehouse.com to manage any of your rental properties. RentersWarehouse.com. A to Z Sports, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Promo code AZ10 for $10 off at TennesseeTickets.com. Preds making a push. Big win last night. You want Preds tickets to Bridgestone Arena. You can get them for cheaper. No hidden fees at TennesseeTickets.com. And with the promo code AZ10, we get you them even cheaper. So check them out. Uh, We are asking you guys, who is your number one free agent target for the Titans to add? Austin saw something on ESPN.com this morning about who ESPN is saying would be a perfect fit. We each have come up. Uh, I don't know if yours is the person that you found on the ESPN.com thing, but I have one that's different. We want to know from you guys, who is your uh, number one acquisition? It could be Brady. It could be someone else. Let us know in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Yeah, so this is ESPN uh, exclusive content, so we're giving you guys a little freebie here. Uh, The one 2020 free agent each NFL team must sign. Uh, 32 perfect matches done by Ben Lindsay, an ESPN insider. Uh, so I'll, I'll pop down to the Tennessee Titans, and they go with an edge player, and that is Vinnie Curry of the Eagles, age 31. Now here is what uh, Ben Lindsay says about Vinnie Curry's perfect match with the Tennessee Titans. He says, With Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, and Jack Conklin, the Titans have a whole lot of in-house money to worry about this offseason. Add Logan Ryan to that. That means any moves they look to make elsewhere probably will have to come on the value side of things, especially if they're trying to retain all three of those players. Curry's production flew under the radar with the Eagles this past season due to his rotational role, but on a per-snap basis, few edge defenders were better at pressuring the quarterback. Curry's pressure rate of 16.8% was tied for fifth among all qualifying edge rushers, and he would bring some much-needed juice to the Titans' pass rush. That's Vinnie Curry, 31 years old, played with the Eagles last year. Last year he had five sacks, uh, but was very ro- rotational player. But that's what the Eagles have been doing. So let's not think that Vinnie Curry's a rotational player because he's a rotational talent. I, I think what Ben Lindsay is saying here. Remember when the Eagles won the Super Bowl? They had like a college-style D-line rotation. You know, like Alabama and Auburn rotate 10 dudes on the defensive line because they can. In that Super Bowl, the Eagles rotated literally eight deep on their defensive line, and that's how they were able to have one of the best defenses, and that's how they helped win the Super Bowl uh, that year. So Vinnie Curry is a, a better player than what his production shows. OG says he's a 4-3 D-end in a two-point stance, correct? Yeah, the Eagles play a 4-3 front. The Titans play a lot of different fronts. And I, I, 
I am not too concerned about 4-3 versus 3-4. If you can find a spot for Reggie Gilbert, you can find a spot for Vinnie Curry. Well, and Vinnie Curry's way better than Reggie Gilbert. Exactly. And so Vinnie Curry, five sacks last year. You said, when I told you this before, you are like, Titans could use five sacks. They could use five sacks, especially if that's a guy, if it's, if it's a rotational player coming in five sacks. Because I, I remember that, uh, that training camp after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. That year, because Brian Arakpo, this was the the season uh, he retired after the 2018 season. And Arakpo got up there on the podium and said, "Listen, we were paying attention to what the Eagles were doing. We're looking for that. If I can play 25 snaps a game uh, and contribute in a rotation, that's what we're looking to do. We're looking for fresh legs. And what the Titans lacked out outside of just you know top end talent." On their defensive front, and they do have Jarrell Casey, and and uh, Daquan Jones had a great year, and Simmons is going to help a lot with that as he gets better. Harold Landry kind of pe- te- uh, petered off towards the end of the year, didn't do much in the playoffs, but he had nine sacks throughout the course of the regular season. If you can find rotational players, guys who are further along in, in their career, Vinnie Curry will be on his third NFL contract. It'll be at a better value than a lot of the guys that'll be out there. I would absolutely uh, consider Vinnie Curry as an option. And in fact, that's probably a better option than the one that I have picked out. Jamey uh, says uh, Curry is hot trash. Uh, well, listen. Well, are you talking about the, the food? <laughs> you know, what it does to you afterwards is hot trash. That is absolutely <laughs> so. Uh, Robert, Robert brings something up that I was going to mention uh, after you kind of talked there about Vinnie Curry. He says, Robert says, you bring in Vinnie Curry, then you keep Kamala Correa as well. Absolutely. Because Kamala Correa ended the season, what, six sacks in the last tight eight games for the Titans, mm-hmm. including the playoffs? Kamala Correa had a really solid impact the second half of the year, and he is a free agent, a less talked about free agent, but I think a guy that needs to be back, even with losing Dean Pease, you got to think Mike Vrabel trusts a lot of what Kamala Correa was able to do the second half of the year. Loved his effort. Here's what I will tell you. Uh, when it comes to the contract of Kamala Correa, it was my understanding at the at the combine last week that they are that they are playing a little more hardball in terms of what they are valuing Kamala Correa at. The I would Titans not, are playing hardball. I would not expect Kamala Correa to be a Tennessee Titan really? next year. I would not. Just a nugget. Just well, a nugget I mean, to drop in. No, there. that's interesting because now. You, you got to get two edge rushers. Yeah, how much is an effort? How much are you willing to pay for an effort guy? Because he he had a great run during the playoffs, uh, but he uh, he he was not he. It took him a while to get there. He didn't do a ton during the regular season, and he had some, he made some great plays. Like Kamale, uh he's an interesting guy, and I enjoyed talking to him very much over the course of the season. Uh, but just based on on uh, comments made in in the bars around downtown Indianapolis. Uh, I would not expect Kamala Correa to be back Kamala in 2020. Kamala Correa's over the cap valuation is at like 1.7 mil. Which which is lower. Those projections tend to be lower than what the... Than what they actually receive. Than what the market actually bears, which brings me to what I am looking at okay. uh, in terms of a free agent that they should target. Because this is not just limited to the pass rush. And please... Please let me know in the comments on Facebook Live. Please let us know in the yeah. comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope uh, who your top uh, priority for free agency is. Uh, Ronald says Dante Fowler. OG Will Aiken says Kyle Van Noy would be a perfect fit. These are all very expensive players. Yeah, yes. Consider this. Now, somebody who will also likely get paid this offseason, but who has significantly more talent than the two guys that uh, our friends on Periscope have just mentioned, and we'll read more of your comments here shortly. Marcus Golden of the New York Giants. That's your guy? Marcus Golden is who I would target as a top-end pass rusher, at least out of this year's free agent class. Now, the Giants, I saw a report about an hour ago, they're going to try and bring him back, and they have the cap space to do so. But like with Brady, there's a lot of conflicting reports out there because as as, as soon as yesterday, they were saying that they were going to let him test the free agent market. Marcus Golden, when you look at Spotrac's valuation of him, they're saying an average of $13.5 million a year. Now, that is... That is top-tier money. But if you're talking about, uh, there are reports out, and perhaps we'll talk about this another day with Jadavion Clowney, who is also a free agent and also somebody who the it's been reported that the Titans are not scared of his price tag. Would you rather have Clowney for 20 or would you rather have Marcus Golden for 13 and a half? Oh, I mean, I'll take the Marcus Golden for 13 and a half. Yeah, 10 10 and a half sacks last year for the Giants, 37 uh, total tackles. Uh, it looks like uh, five and a half tackles for loss. Uh, good against the run. Like Marcus Golden is a good player, a name that's not really that uh, that 
that well-known, but somebody who can give you what you need, which is somebody to pair next to Harold, uh, Harold Landry on the opposite side of your defensive front, and somebody who's stout against the run, not, can, not just getting to the quarterback, which is kind of the issue that they've had with Harold Landry. Harold's a smaller player, so you have, a, you have an easier time if you're an offense covering him up with big offensive linemen in the run game. Marcus Golden helps mitigate some of those issues. I, I, I think the Vinnie Curry idea... I think the idea is right. Like the concept is correct, and you're kind of even taking, if it's not the player, you're kind of taking the same th- type of concept because I just don't think it's smart. Dante Fowler and Jadavian Clowney, Jadavian Clowney, way more is going to get so much money. Both those guys, you know, a lot of money on the open market. I, I, I just to go along with what Ben Lindsay said is the Titans, uh, the moves that they make to look elsewhere will probably have to come on the value side of things. That's how I view things because I, I know. I know you know this as well, that John Robinson has to build through the draft to continue this, that you pay your select players that are your uh, your your you know, pillars of your franchise, which in this offseason it's going to be the quarterback, whichever one it might be. Derrick Henry, you've already got Bayard, Lawan, and, and Casey and several other guys locked up. and But now you've got to add in those rookie contracts that can come in and perform. And they did in, insanely well with last year's rookie class. Like Logan Ryan. Yeah, that doesn't happen that often. Yeah, Logan Ryan is not going to be back because they can't afford to for the nickel corner to be making over $10 million a year. Here's, here's how I'll put it. Would you rather pay 13 for Logan Ryan or would you rather pay 13 for Marcus Golden? Because Logan is going to be somewhere in the area of 13 million. And in fact, it could be more because Marcus Peters honestly did all the corners a disservice by taking a little bit of a discount to stay in Baltimore. Like he took a deal when he re-upped uh, to stay with the Ravens. Uh, Logan Ryan could cost 13 million. Would you rather have a pass rusher or would you rather have Logan Ryan at 30? Um, and costing you the same amount. I would, I would rather have a pass rusher because a better pass rusher can make my corners look better. Yes. And a better pass rusher means my corners don't have to blitz as much, which is as good as a blitzer Logan Ryan is, I prefer him to cover guys for a living. Like you you need somebody that can hang with Tyreek Hill, and as much as, I enjoy, uh, as much as I enjoy Logan Ryan as a person and somebody good to cover, uh, He's he's you know he's getting older and he doesn't have that kind of speed that can keep up with those kind of players because he's never had that kind of speed. No, he's, he's not that kind of player. Right, but he's valuable. And that's why he's going to get a lot of money in the open market for and, sure. And I, I, Amani Hooker was brought in to be a slot defender or like a down in the box type defender. And I think there's going to be a drop off with whoever that is. There's going to be a drop off from Logan Ryan to to Hooker or to whoever is going to be that that nickel inside corner. And I think that's an option for the first round in the draft. But I think, I think they, they're starting to like, they drafted hooker to as an idea to replace Logan Ryan. If this situation happened. So hooker had a pretty solid rookie year. He'd have to build on that and have a nice impact. I saw somebody forgive me. The comment faded on Periscope, but uh, said, add a, uh, a speed, uh, a speed option, a deep threat for Brady or Tannehill. Um, whomever the Titans quarterback is next year, I would not pay for that in free agency. With a with a receiver class as loaded as this one is, I was just up in Indy and saw these dudes run and fly. I mean, this you can find like AJ Brown was an absolute steal in the second round in a in a way that the uh, that the receiver class last year was not was not those those steals were not as easy to find because I mean and and you can talk about uh DK Metcalf going later and some of the other guys like uh Debo Samuel went towards the end of the first round and so did uh Hollywood Brown this last year's receiver draft and this receiver draft is opposite yes it's it's because last year it was like Hollywood Hollywood Brown Nikhil Harry I think were the only two first round picks at wide receiver then you had a ton of second round guys Buck, there might be seven or eight first-round wide receivers drafted. Yes. And then there might be seven or eight second-round wide receivers drafted. And I'm okay with the Titans not taking a wide receiver in this class until the fifth round. I'm cool. Like, there's enough. Because what what do you – the role you're looking for for this Titans wide receiver class is such a specialized role. Like, be right, bringing up Khalif Raymond. That's a specialized role because you've got A.J. Brown – Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys, who are high value players, whether a, a high draft pick or a bunch of money in free agency, that are your main 
every down guys. You need Khalif Raymond and a fifth round type rookie that has a specialized skill set like what Taewon Taylor was supposed to be. But he couldn't catch or be in the right spot, but about half the time. Yeah, and I'm, I, I keep seeing uh, somebody commenting about Marquise Goodwin uh, being available and being shopped. There's no need. No, for that. you you can get what you you can get out of Khalif Raymond what Mar- Marquise Goodwin does well, and you can get it for a lot cheaper because Marquise Goodwin is currently making. He's on a three-year, nineteen point two five million dollar contract. Um, I and you know there's about I think there's about six six and a half million dollars worth of salary left on that. Khalif Khalif Raymond made like five hundred thousand dollars last year for the Titans. You're looking for you are at the point and and consider this, okay? Cuz we're talking it's easy to spend somebody else's money, right? We're going to find out just how much better John Robinson is or is not than the rest of his colleagues because now you're at the point where you've built the team, right? You've built the team in the way the teams are supposed to be built. You've built through the draft and you've paid the guys who are foundational pieces that you can help build on top of. Now, you have to find a way around all of the guys that you have drafted who are due contracts, a quarterback and a running back included, you have to be economical with where you're picking your spots. Marquise Goodwin is not an economical advantage to you. A to Z Sports, you're live on a Friday. Uh, still have Ain't That Good News, which we'll talk about what uh, Buck has been doing this week and what we're going to do uh, later on this morning uh, in North Nashville, Buck's neighborhood. Also, maybe I'll uh, do an encore performance. Listen, this is up to you. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. If you want to go back in maybe for I'll, seconds. Maybe I'll do an encore performance of my rap from the Magic Bucket. Uh, for <laughs> Ain't that See, good now news. he's feeling himself. Uh, now he look, thinks he's I, Slim Shady. Uh, Jermaine Dupree, bud. <laughs> All right, but first, uh, who is the most famous person who's blocked you on Twitter? Ugh. This is going to be a fun conversation. So many. <laughs> so many? So many. <laughs> I've, just got, I've got one that's like really famous that's blocked me on Twitter. I have no idea why. But first, let's tell you guys about Mandu. Mandu is the pulse of fitness because one 15-minute workout of full-body electronic muscle stimulation simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. How? Because of science. The science is real, which means the results are real. Uh, The science of EMS along with the in-body analysis can help you uh, find and achieve your fitness goals in 2020. I've lost 20 pounds of fat since July, down over 8% body fat, uh, I, I feel strong. I feel healthy because of what Mandu has shown me about my body. To help you achieve whatever your goal might be with fitness, mandu.com. Your first workout is free. A to Z Sports, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Promo code AZ10 for $10 off on all your concert and sporting event ticket needs. Use that promo code. It helps save you money on top of the money that you'll save without any hidden fees at Tennessee Tickets. Dot com. We are asking you guys the question, who is the most famous person that has blocked you on Twitter? And there's an explanation for why we are having this conversation. Uh, ben Roethlisberger put out, Ben Roethlisberger has blocked probably, I would say, hundreds of thousands of people at this point. And, I don't think that's including a... Including me. And you are one of them. Hey, and, but he has not blocked you. He has not blocked me. So Ben Roethlisberger yesterday put out an, an ad. Apparently he has partnered... Uh, he has partnered with, uh, I think it's Body Armor. The, Just like uh, every Titans defensive player. Sure, Body Armor, recovery drinks, no no free ads. Uh, but So Ben Roethlisberger puts out a Twitter picture of him drinking a Body Armor. Um, and at first I thought he was just standing in line at a convenience store. And if you have not seen this picture, we will we will tweet it out later today. Ryan Hansen says Jim White, man, you got to be a really t- Ryan Hansen blocked by Jim White. Listen, if you are if you are getting blocked by Jimmy, you've probably done something, Ryan. So that's probably uh, or some, you've done something wrong, Ryan. So that's an indictment on you, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Ben Roethlisberger tweets out this picture. Uh, and he looks, he look, he's, he's in the gym. So we've seen that he's in the gym. He's sitting on a white bench and you don't see it at, until afterwards. Cause he's, his hair is, is like matted well, and like, sweaty. As, as Tress says, Tress is quoting our buddy, Austin Huff from Cork bat says Ben Roethlisberger looks like coronavirus. At this point, yes, he looks, he, he, he's very sweaty, his hair is matted, the beer is unkempt, and he's just chugging this, this, this uh, body you, you armor. You know he looks like? He looks like Will Ferrell chugging milk in Anchorman. Milk was that, a poor choice. That is what, like, Ben Roethlisberger exactly chugging that body like. armor is that image. So you, we've all seen that movie. Yes. 
That's what Ben Roethlisberger looks like, but even fatter and more unkempt than Will Ferrell was at that point uh, as Ron Burgundy. Yes. Uh, who who are you blocked on? And we'll say social media because I know many of you on Facebook well, don't have Twitter. I, I don't know why I'm blocked by Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. I have no is idea. that the most? Is that your answer? Yeah. Okay. My, because Ben Roethlisberger is pretty damn famous. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Super Bowl champion, probable Hall, time, Hall of Famer. Yeah, he'll, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. I have had no encounters, to my knowledge, with Ben Roethlisberger. I don't even know what would have made me tweet about Ben Roethlisberger over the last several years. I have no idea. No earthly idea. I uh, I don't cover Ben Roethlisberger. I I actually... Tribe called Quest is Jennifer Lopez. (laughs) What did you do to Jennifer Lopez? Probably something dirty. So, yeah. (laughs) Listen, a lot of you, and I understand... Because and and we'll we'll get to mine here shortly. I'll re- we'll read some more of your comments momentarily. Um, <laughs> if you if you're blocked by J Lo, you've probably done something uh, lecherous in the comments uh, Mark, of J Lo's Twitter. Mark Beach is a good one. Uh, Tim Brando. Tim Brando Brando blocks a lot of people. Uh, who is um, who is uh, where is, is he still with CBS? I don't think Tim Brando's with CBS. Uh, I think but, he's Fox. Yeah, I, I think he's Fox football, Sports at this point. Porter, host, analyst, uh, you know, talking person for college football. Trevor says Kendall Wright blocked you. That's the only person he blocked. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Rashard Matthews coming from Orlando. Uh, Rashard Matthews blocked a lot of people around that time when he left the team. Rick says Clay Travis blocked him. I've heard Clay talk about why he blocks people. It's just because if, if you, I think Clay's rule is like, if you tweet at him, like, Five times in a row, he's just gonna say, "Okay, screw you," yeah. and off. So Rick probably just a little bit uh, uh, persistent. There. Yeah, and and my policy for I don't know what your policy for blocking is on social media. I, I don't block people. I don't block anybody. Now I'll mute you, oh, but I'll I'm mute the hell. Out of you. I'm not gonna. Matt Leinert says <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Morris. <laughs> Matt Leinert deserves whatever he gets, uh, and and that's just a, a that's a weird personal beef that I have with Matt Leinert. Um, but <laughs> the com- with Matt a conversation for another day. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but my, my, uh, my policy in terms of blocking is I will not give you the satisfaction of blocking you. I'll just mute you. So you'll never know. And you're just tweeting into the ether. Uh, and, and uh, you think that maybe I'm seeing your stuff and maybe I'm not. And I, I probably I'm over a hundred blocked or uh, muted mm. accounts. At this point, I, the only people that I block are people who attack me personally or my family, which is maybe one person, like maybe one person that's ever happened. And then I block like those sex bots that follow, you know, like the sex bots this, follow you. <laughs> I'm like, no, get out of here. Like, Big fan of the sex bots. Yeah, like I, I, if you look through my blocked accounts, it's like all sex bots. <laughs> the Weather Channel says Matt Fortner. How the hell do you get blocked by the Weather that's, Channel? I feel like that should be illegal. I feel like, yeah, that's... The Weather kinda, Channel should not be allowed to block people. I feel, yeah. Because they hold information. You can't... Especially after stuff that's happened this past week. Listen, man, I would I would not uh, I would not have the capability... Uh, listen, I would probably not be here if, <laughs> if I was blocked by the Weather Channel. I don't think... I don't think that's safe at all. Orlando. Andrew Lux says tighten up. You can't be blocked by Andrew Lux. Andrew Lux not on social media. Uh, LOL, that's a very underrated shot at rights. This <laughs> is Robert uh, of, your, uh, of your blocking comment uh, about Kendall Wright. Trevor Thomas says, I'm surprised Buck didn't block, block me when I messaged him one night. Well, it depends what you were messaging me. <laughs> I don't know. You may very well be blocked. I don't know that. Uh, I, uh, here, here is who I am blocked by the most famous person. Cause there are three, there are three big ones who football fans will know. Certainly Titans fans will know, but the most famous of the three is Deion Sanders. I am blocked by prime time because of his foolishness with Kevin Byard and not knowing who the greatest safety in the sport right now is. Uh, that was probably two years ago yeah. at this point. But I am blocked by primetime Deion Sanders and his son uh, because I was... Tr- junior? Yes, Deion Sanders Jr. and Sr. have both uh, removed me from the ability to uh, to block uh, or to uh, communicate with them. I, I would imagine that Deion Sanders has... Many better things to do than to find people like because this was a much a much longer time ago when I was a much smaller Twitter personality uh, uh, and so Deion Sanders after uh, the Kevin Byard just a fan thing 
blocked me. I am also blocked, it should be noted, by another Dion, Dion Lewis. Yep, me too. Because I tweeted about him being a sacrificial player every time they toss him a screen pass on third and 17. Uh, I tweeted, I, I need to find my tweet about Dion Lewis that probably got me <laughs> And I am also blocked by Benjamin Albright because I made fun of him on the primetime show for uh, for making fun uh, or for being called out in front of John Robinson for not knowing anything about the Titans quarterback situation when he was taking a victory lap in Denver for Marcus Mariota getting benched. But Benjamin Albright, a much smaller uh, scale of individual. Uh, Deion, uh, Deion Sanders, the most famous person that I am blocked by. I can't find the tweet. <laughs> it's because you can't find anything with Deion Lewis. You're blocked. That's how it works. <laughs> well, I didn't add him. I, that's the thing. I didn't add Deion Lewis. No, Deion Lewis for sure a I name searcher. I tweeted something about, like, Arthur Smith should t- should delete his entire folder of Deion Lewis plays. Something <laughs> along the line of that. Roderick says, y'all better leave Austin alone. Austin been training at Mandu. Amen. Uh, Matt Fortner says, I told them they were wrong about it snowing in Kentucky, and they blocked me. <laughs> Talking about the Weather Channel. Uh, Primetime, uh, says Roderick, just laughing at me. Deion Lewis should delete his account. Says Jemai. Listen, I would not be on social media if I was Deion Lewis. That, that's, I feel bad for that because I don't. Uh, Deion Lewis, I think, is a good person. I, I don't really have nice to, guy. But I, I just, I that was one of those things where I I went probably a little too far with the Deion Lewis stuff because he was getting retweets, so I just kept doing it. <laughs> Danny, do what works. Danny says I'm blocked by Albert Hainsworth because I told him he was the worst money uh, that Washington ever spent. Albert Hainsworth got hacked. Last year, and I don't even know that Albert Hainsworth still has social media. So now you may it may not even matter, Danny. Yeah. All right, A to Z Sports here live on a Friday. Let's end our week. I will give a uh, I'll give another performance of my magic bucket rap. Look at see those. he's now he's excited. Now I'm cocky. Now, yeah. <laughs> I asked earlier in the show how quickly does confidence become arrogance? Very quickly. Here is your arrogance. I'm uh, re- so I'm ready I for him do, to slip up. I will. T- yeah. <laughs> I will do another performance of my uh, cause see here's Titans for Life says just joining Buck. Hope your conditions, living conditions. Are Thank better. you, brother. Uh, so it's so, good to see all of you. So again. they so Titans for Life just joined. They missed the my magic bucket rap that I had to do. So I'll give an encore performance of that after ain't that good news uh, here on A to Z Sports that we send you guys to the weekend. Uh, every oh, you're doing week. this now. Okay, I don't yeah, even have going, to wait. No, we're going into Ain't That Good News. Okay. So, so but before we get, yeah, turn the audio back down. That's good, a good point. Uh, but before we get uh, to my encore performance of good news, uh, Buck, tell the people what the plans are today, how they can help, how they can continue to help uh, with your neighborhood, specifically North Nashville. So today in my neighborhood in North Nashville and in Germantown, the Titans are sending uh, players, staff, coaches and their families to help uh, us who have been in the in, in the area because uh, that's my neighborhood right my my neighbors got hit very very hard by the tornado we are still without power and likely will be without power until Monday that's why the primetime show in the 615 sessions uh, we have not been able to get them to you and we do apologize for that um, but the circumstances are what they are so in North Nashville today the Titans are going to be out working in the community at 11 o'clock. This morning until 1230 is when the team will be there at DB uh, on at 1625 Dr. DB Todd Jr. Boulevard, Robert Churchwell Elementary. We will be meeting there. We will be gathering supplies. We will be heading out into the community and to continue to help with the cleanup efforts and the distribution of things like blankets and cleaning supplies and batteries and water, things that people in my neighborhood uh, do not have at this point. And honestly, uh, it's it's a, a neighborhood in transition. A lot of people lower income in that neighborhood. I'm super fortunate uh, to not be in that situation, but many of the people around me are not. And so anything... Anything that can be uh, donated, either if you are able to contribute financially. I know our friends at, uh, at uh, 104.5 The Zone are doing a great job with a, a telethon today to help raise money if you're not able to physically get boots on the ground. Any way that you guys can help us in North Nashville, in East Nashville, in Putnam County, Lebanon, Mount Juliet, everywhere, because this thing had a tremendous amount of scale. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful to everybody that's helped out over the past three days and, uh, and everybody who continues uh, to to head head to uh, North Nashville with us today, I, I hope to see many of you there. Uh, Michael in the comments says, "When are we going to find out what Buck's real name Ooh. is?" And Orlando says, "It goes wait, Ooh. it's not Buck. That's right. 
I don't know. When should we? uh... Uh, That that's up to you, man. Your name. Now I I do know one thing. Buck's a nickname for all of you who are who are unfamiliar. We'll talk about this later. I do know one thing. Uh, that last summer we said that you had to do swim lessons and we had a busy summer. Mm-hmm. That will happen this upcoming summer. We'll talk about it. Off off air? Uh, you want to set an appointment with uh, HR to discuss that? My people will talk to your people. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> A to Z Sports, ain't that good news. Let's just go ahead and end this week uh, with another performance of my rap uh, with the more, uh, magic bucket. So... Got to refresh my uh, my beat here and, and pop back on this one. Here we go. Here we go. You guys ready? I don't know if you're ready. I don't think I'm ready. But it's going to be funny. It was good the first time. We'll see if you can do it another. Uh, you messed me up. Now, I couldn't hear the damn beat. <laughs> I, cu- I can't hear it. You're talking over my beat. I'm I trying to be the hype man. I blew it. <laughs> it's, so, it's quieter than our headphones and visuals. Welcome to the show we call A to Z, where all Zach freaking does is yell at me. Facebook, Periscope, let's get it rolling, cause the show don't start till 8 in the morning. Welcome to the show we call A to Z, where all Zach freaking does is yell at me. Facebook, Periscope, let's get it rolling, cause the show don't start till 8 in the morning. The yelling don't start till Zach walks in. He's late, why late? Cause he hits in. Share this bitch to all of your friends, but forget those suckers, Tyler and Brian. Been doing this thing since 2016 Then Buck shows up and thinks he's queen I'm starting to hate this magic bucket Maybe next time, kick back and say (laughs) (laughs) Didn't mess up, didn't mess up I was thinking he might drop the (laughs) F-bomb No, I I, I don't have it written down Ah, see, Henny play (laughs) That's that's how you do that Intentionally You you don't write it down and uh, it works out Self-censorship, I do not support it (laughs) So there you go. Ran it back. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to A to Z. <laughs> I thought it was strong. No, you, uh, clearly you thought I, it was I, fine because you ran it back a second time. Yes. And the, the best part is uh, when Zach has to do it, he'll have something to uh, go off of. Wait, Zach. is Zach having to do it? At some point, it's oh. back in the bucket. Like, I can't do it anymore. Oh, it's back in That's the bucket. That's the rules of the bucket. Oh, my God. Is that you have to, like, if something happens like that, like, because Zach got, what's your greatest fear yesterday? So that goes back in the bucket, but only for me or you. Ethan, no. <laughs> Ethan says this time Buck has to drop the beat. No, I, uh, my, uh, my, my lyrical, uh, my lyrical genius is lacking. Um, while I can't, while, while, while I am able to speak, uh, pretty, pretty well, rapping I don't think is something that comes naturally to me. But you know, if uh, we do as the mag- magic bucket uh, says that we do. Arthur said that was dope, Austin. Didn't think you could stay on beat. See, that's it's hard because. It's so quiet in our ear compared to what you guys hear. Yeah, it's so I I botched up uh, I botched up yeah. his intro. I was and trying then, to be the and hype then man. When I'm going, I can't like like I need I need to tell the producer to turn up my headphones a little bit, <laughs> like Eminem style. Okay, guys, uh, hope you guys turn me a, up. Turn me up. Hope you guys have a great uh, weekend. Uh, if you're going out there to help in Nashville or in Putnam County, anywhere across the mid state, do so. Be safe uh, with the coronavirus as well uh, making its way here in town. So make sure that you. Uh, are very, very safe this weekend. Two reported cases in uh, Middle Tennessee at this point. Please uh, have Lysol wipes. Please wear gloves. Please do not touch your face, especially, again, if you're going to come help out in North Nashville, we're grateful for your efforts. But please take care to keep yourself safe because in situations like my neighborhood where the power has been out since Monday um, and there's been a lot of storm water around, there's a lot of bacteria. Please be safe when it comes to this. This is a very real thing. All right, guys, we will see you later on. Thanks for watching. Uh, see you guys later. Thanks. Peace and love.